Hello, hello, hello. This is Edwin. You are listening to episode 14 of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Pull up a chair and come and sit down with us. And Get chill. some hollow hollow. And um, with me today, as always, in the fabulous whereby machine is Pam. Mabuhai. Pam is going to yes. take a seat over here and, uh, <laughs> and join us for it. some uh, Filipino things, uh, things that are going on in the Philippines as well as here. Yes. Um, there's quite a bit of news that's going on in the Philippines that uh, we want to talk about. But first, first, what have you been doing, Pam, since the last time we hung out? I want a karaoke machine. Oh, my God. Gosh, there it is. <laughs> um, I remember, I remember have my parents having a karaoke machine. It was the type of uh machine that you just hook up onto your TV, so your TV screen will show up the lyrics and some back background of like the island or whatever. And I, I kind of miss that, and I want it. And I'm just wondering, do they still make it? Yes, they do. Like that but, type of machine? Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't know if they even sell here. You have to go to like a... I think you have to go to like a like a guitar center or something. Somewhere that like specializes in... Really? Yeah, like I don't, they're not going to sell this at the Best Buy. What karaoke machine well, they have yeah. at the Best Buy is going to be like... Like the standard box with a single... With a single uh, thing that has a CD on the top or Are you an MP3 about, like, player, because I, I remember the older uh, yeah. karaoke machines, the ones with the cassettes, yeah, and with the echo and, adjustment and the huge <laughs> booklets that have the song selections and the lyrics. Oh, that's I don't know if they even have. The, I don't even. I, last time I saw something like that was like back <laughs> in the nineties. Like bring back the, the 90s actual, then. the actual like, like. <laughs> cassette tape like the minus one tapes remember minus one well i remember minus one yeah yeah, yeah you could definitely like <laughs> you know use that at a karaoke machine um but i don't i don't you know here's the thing do it they still have them in the philippines i went well, into a in the philippines. Yeah, i went to an electronics here's the thing i went into an electronics store in the philippines in the mall because that's where you go. You just go to the mall and you can find everything in the mall. And they had, there was some dude who was singing karaoke <laughs> at the mall like in the electronics like they do, right? <laughs> and he was belting out some kind of like Matt Monroe it, song. Oh, and, <laughs> was it? I was about to say, was it My Way by Frank Sinatra? It could have been a Frankie song. Because that's like the most deadliest that, is that the was the deadliest, deadliest uh, karaoke song ever. <laughs> it is. That's like the. That's like the. That's like the stairway to heaven for guitar, like newbie guitars. Like you just want to like, <laughs> you just like want to like, take a bat to their guitar. It's like no, <laughs> no. Um. Okay. Yeah, but I went in there, looked at their karaoke machines. Oh my gosh! Yes, they're all from Japan or China, right? Okay. They got like the craziest looking uh, karaoke machines, like the ones that you plug in. They have like 
like a like a console with two like wireless mics and you know and you can download the actual list now on the internet ah. and you can update through the internet their the songs Ooh. i know all right fancy they're very fancy <laughs> they've got like entire like 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 uh like stereo sets or whatever like it kind of looks like something you would find at a like a karaoke bar like complete with mixers you know and oh wow mixers yay <laughs> yeah fun with that. <laughs> exactly it's they go all out over there and they look like, like they have like sure like karaoke mics and sure is like they're like they're, those are pretty professional microphones like a and mi- I, you know microphone name brand and i understand before before i'm pretty sure some listeners like well there's apps for that and i'm like i understand that there are apps for that no, but i tried one app and it sucked so you you could use whatever mic you could even use that's your not, that's your not, airpods or whatever that's not but karaoke at, as a culture well it sucks because i tried one app i forgot the name of it and i sang through it one time and then i played back there was a five second delay yeah it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like i don't know what i'm singing <laughs> <laughs> they try to make you sound drunk by by lagging it out five minutes, five seconds. Well, I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible, and I deleted that app so yeah. quickly. And I'm like, no. I mean, and I no, grew and up. you're right, and you're right. It doesn't feel like karaoke. It's not karaoke. Karaoke no. is when there's like a bunch of people at your house. Yeah, you need to. You need to have an audience. You turn it on, <laughs> and then everybody's like passing around the book. Right, there's always some. And there's always gotta, a bunch of people looking at the book. It's like, oh, they have this thing, you know. And, and then, you gotta hope. Well, there are some instances where where it's in a bar or whatever, yeah. And someone hands you the mic and say, "Okay, it's your turn to sing," and you just hope that they choose a song that you actually know, yeah. <laughs> or, or else you're like, "Uh oh." <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good bar games that you can you can play with a karaoke machine where. You pass around the mic, and if the mu- and then if the music stops, that means that you just completely suck, and you have to like down a drink of some sorts, you know. And then you blame the drink. And you blame the drink. There's a lot well, of games. Which, which, there was is a half truth. Yeah. There was there was a thing that uh, when I was in college, like someone, there was a bunch of people was playing like stun gun karaoke, and yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before, but interesting. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was something like I I choose not to play because I, I hate will, that. But I I will have to say though, <laughs> kids, don't you dare try this at home. Yeah, don't try this at home. But yeah, I mean, I just distinctly remember I was at some, uh, it was one of my Filipino friends' houses, and uh, we were they were playing stun gun karaoke. Someone had a stun gun, and like, and. You know, it, it was just a big riot because there was drinks around and there was, uh, you know, and everybody was like, like, he sucks, yo, start over, you know, and <laughs> so yeah, you really, I mean, like it gave you an incentive thing. to actually be good at it. That was the thing. <laughs> you have yeah, yeah, to give you a big incentive. I grew that. up with, I grew up with, with karaoke machines. We had like two of them at my house at one point. 
Well, why didn't you g give one to me? Because they were the big, the boxy ones with like the single speakers you put tapes in, <laughs> you know? I would have, I would have bought, I would have bought that from you. But, you know, speaking of, speaking of karaoke machines, the karaoke machine was my first recording, like first recording system. Like Ooh. when I was, I still remember this when I was in elementary school and my brothers like decided to do like this. I don't know what you would call it. It was like they decided to do some kind of like a radio show with segments out of the whim and it was me it was my brothers my cousins and my cousins we were all like in our in the basement and we were just like doing stupid things with with a with a tape you know a tape cassette tape and a karaoke machine and passing around the mic yep and doing some stupid stuff and <laughs> and i guess that was like my first like i don't know like podcast rudimentary something wow. and someone and someone <laughs> lost the tape and it might... <laughs> yeah and it was just the funniest thing we've ever did when we were kids and i don't know who has that tape i oh, hope it like wow. resurfaces the because tapes. that was the funniest thing i've ever heard i i gotta even see if i even have those tapes because that would have been awesome just hearing little me <laughs> belting out a Whitney Houston song oh my and gosh. I felt great. Oh yeah. I felt proud of myself and it, it just fed into my whole ego. <laughs> you know what? It's I think it's the reason why I blame the karaoke machine for for having like these Filipino um like oh, these the dudes singer? who can just sing whatever like dominating like you know dominating like these like talent oh, the shows singing like, the singing competitions <laughs> i'm i'm blame i blame karaoke machines for who was that dude who like took over for uh um the eagles no no it's not the eagles but the what was that band like that the 80s rock band yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, but I'm going through all the 80s rock bands right now. Oh, I'm my like, gosh. Oh. I don't remember. He's saying, like, open arms don't... and, <laughs> you know. and Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the audience is like, I know they're probably screaming is... at us right now. I'm like, yeah. we're sorry. We're having a... We're having, we're having brain farts here, fart. okay? <laughs> but I okay. blame the karaoke machine for those because that's that's exactly how Filipinos got really so, good at singing is because there was a karaoke machine at every single house that I went to. So, yes. So, I have a dream. And anyone listening here, help me with this dream. If you can point me to wherever I can get ha my hands on a karaoke machine, please, uh email us i you know what i'm sure you can find one on amazon <laughs> i'm yeah, sure you can amazon you can even find one and if you don't want to go to amazon amazon I'm sure, like, has enough of my money that's the thing guitar so. center i think probably has it because they got like a bunch I'll have of to, stuff i'll have i'll have to check out check it out and i'm yeah. pretty sure they'll be like ah, oh, typical it's Filipino. gonna be like <laughs> it, yeah but they're it, it's gonna be expensive like here in the united states I, i'm still interested yeah it's gonna I'm be not like, gonna buy it now but like if you don't want like the crappy like family karaoke machine, you know, in a box with a speaker or whatever, with like with a light up speaker thing, <laughs> have you seen? Those? I, no, they I look have so not. hokey. They look so freaking stupid. <laughs> like, what are you doing? 
Anyway, that's what I've been up to. Um, uh-huh. Edwin, what have you been up to? I've been watching... Okay, so we were talking about Tracy the a couple episodes ago. Tracy. Yeah, yeah. Tracy. Like, the last couple episodes. Uh, you pointed me to this dude named <laughs> Kirby Arroyo. Like, she, like, Pam texts me and and sends me this guy on YouTube explaining the folklore of Trace and where they're getting their content from in terms of, like, what is a Tikbalang? What is an Aswang? And there's many different kinds of Aswang in the Philippine folklore, right? Because there's more than one, depending on where you came from. It's like a dobo. You know, there's more than one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Right? But I'm watching this thing, and I gotta tell you, it's great content, it's very informative, and th- the guy is, obviously, he's, you know, he's been studying this stuff for for quite a bit, right? I'm actually quite jealous, because I want to know where he, where he uh, you know, what he's been reading, like what books he's been reading and stuff, you know, in his, mm-hmm. in his research, right? Right. But he has to stop snapping. <laughs> he has to stop snapping. I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like listening to this thing and his snapping just takes me out of it. Takes me out of like what I've been learning, you know, and like... <laughs> You know, like he's big smile and he does this like little like, like elbows up snap and all, you know, and I'm out. It's actually, yeah. (laughs) And the way he snaps is very, very strong. It's very strong. Like you think that it is like a, what is it? Like a sound effect? Yeah. From YouTube? No, that's from him. That's from him. (laughs) I feel bad for my speakers, you know, (laughs) like, like. I'm sorry, but I need to watch this. I want to watch this. It's very interesting, but soon... Oh, yes. He uses it as transitions. Even... He uses it as transitions for his videos, and he needs to stop. Just just stop. <laughs> I will I will like, comment, and subscribe as long as you stop snapping. I'll buy one of your books as long as you stop snapping. I'm, you know, that's how much... Anything to get him to stop snapping. That's all it is. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, uh, we can we can and it's 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 just interesting because I'm like, hmm, I wonder what I should do if I tagged him in on this episode. I wonder if he'll actually listen to it and. <laughs> I I want to comment. Stop snapping. <laughs> 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 just stop. Like I'm sorry. Like it took me out, and I I'm sure it has like it's like. Well, you told me like it was, it's part of his brand or whatever, right? It's, it's just, a signature. Oh, his signature thing. Oh. Pick know. another signature. Anything. Get another signature. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, if anyone's interested, he does have a YouTube, and I will. I'll try to post. I'll try to post it in our. Yeah. Uh, socials it's very interesting i i give him his, his name is kirby i do not want to say try to say his last name because i'm afraid of butchering it it's a-r-a-u-l-l-o i think um arolo 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 i don't know well i'm just saying that i the reason why i sent it to you is because because i know that you wanted to delve more into the creatures of 
tracing. Yeah. And he does it beautifully. Yeah. It's and very he comes, nice. He, he's, he also delves into a little bit more past that. Like, yeah. this is what it was. He even covers all the words, the different yeah. words and dialects of said creature and everything. And I'm like, wow. And he also, he does write his own books. He also has a, uh, his own coloring book. And I would have to say, I never thought that the pre-colonial Filipinos can be so cute in chibi form. <laughs> it's so cute. I, it warms my it? heart. Yes, I will. I will be buying probably all of it. <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell him to stop snapping? You tell him to stop snapping. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tag him, and then you can tell him yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, you know, yeah, it's very interesting. I I like it. It's very good content. You know, sand snapping. <laughs> um, but you know, what can he do, right? Yeah. I'm, well. <laughs> hey, I've been blamed for I've been I've been blamed for for certain things on this podcast for, you know, and I've changed. I'm trying to change. I don't know if he's he's gonna change. <laughs> but you know you are going in such a positive I know anyway okay moving on let's move on so All that's right, what so that's what uh, we've been doing and you know it's it's starting to things are starting to line up here in terms of you know what's could happen out here in our in our, in our home state of Minnesota so I'm hoping to get out more in terms of like seeing you know like manila grill and going back to a poise and that sort of thing yeah. and well speaking of local what's going on locally um i do know that there are a couple of events that we should probably uh just mention sure very briefly um for for the film minnesotan association they are gonna have their 15th basketball in invitational it's gonna take place on uh, the weekend of july 24th why are you laughing because <laughs> i can already hear i can already hear that like hear the what? the commotion that usually happens in filipino basketball <laughs> okay i i'm very sports stupid i don't i don't follow the sports thing <laughs> anyways keep going <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, it's taking place uh, the weekend of July 24th at the Minneapolis Sports Center at WYCA Midtown. Um, and I believe they are also looking for graphic designers for a tournament uh, shirt design contest. Um, you can find more information on their uh, Facebook page at Phil Minnesotan Association for more if you're interested looks like they're also oh that's that's a captain meaning anyway yeah so they're looking for graphic designers for their shirt design contest if anyone's interested awesome now and also for the cultural society of filipino americans also csfa um they actually posted an interesting article that i i found interesting it was about how Miss uh Miss Nevada uh he she well yeah she's a 27 year old Filipino American um 
She trailblazes her way into the Miss USA pageant as its first transgender contestant. Really? Yep. I have the article is posted on the CSFA's uh, uh, Facebook page, if anyone's interested. But yeah, I found it. I found it interesting. Huh. And if if no one knows, Filipinos are very serious about about beauty pageants. Like I remember oh, my, yes. I remember my parents were always watching the Miss USA or or Miss Universe um, beauty pageants, and I just I was in it just to look at the dresses. Um, but every time when Miss Universe was showing, I we always rooted for uh, Miss Philippines, of course. Yeah. And there actually have been quite a few of winners from the Philippines. Oh yeah, so they make it such a big deal. I went to Cebu when I was a kid, and the biggest thing there was like, it's like, yo. Miss Universe contest was held here, you know. That, that was like, that was their thing in in Cebu. This was like back in '93 or '94, and we went to the we went to the uh, the hotel, and they had like these pictures of like, like all the Miss Universe people are on there and everything. They make it a very big deal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so. <laughs> So yeah, I just wanted just to highlight those two things that I found interesting. If you so check them out, Film Minnesotan sure. Association FMA or States FA Cultural Soul Society of Filipino Americans. Nice Minnesota. Nice. Yeah. Like I would add a to... snap, but I'm pretty sure. No, Edwin let's not. Will... <laughs> let's not. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Um, Shall we cover what's going on in the Philippines? Yeah, hold on. I'm still, I was just reading that that uh, <laughs> thing, and we will do this. Nope, not that. Nope, not that. Where the heck is it? There it is. <laughs> we are professional. All right. So, very big news happening in the Philippines. A um, couple of things. One, um, the Taal volcano erupted uh, yesterday or the day before that. It was, I believe, Friday. You see, the Friday or Thursday Philippine time. So I didn't get, I didn't hear any of it until like late Thursday from from my family. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So my family lives in Tagaytay City, which is north of the top of the top of Lake Taal. Taal. Yeah. Um. So far, they are safe. Um. They're they're not part of the evacuations, but they are um, told to do not open your doors or windows, stay inside because of the toxic gases. Um. Which is. I hope they have air conditioning or something. They do. They okay, do. Because shutting your doors and windows in the Philippines. Without air conditioning is going to be. It's not just... good. <laughs> no. It's, it's just not no. good. As far as, yeah, as far as I know, my parents have uh, air conditioning. It's perfect. And 
at first when I, you know, I this is actually the the first eruption that the one that uh, happened in 2020. Yep. Same oh. thing happened. Well, I heard something about a volcano erupting. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta um, check yeah. on my parents, and they're like, we're okay. Okay. We're okay. <laughs> We're just inside, and we shut, uh, closed all the windows and doors. Yeah. And and the worst that ever happened to them was just ash. Ash yeah. just covered their house and backyard par- and crops and everything. My parents were the same way for like earthquakes and typhoons. Oh yeah. You know they're like, oh, we're fine. <laughs> Every time I hear it from the news first, I panic. And then when they finally come back to me and say we're okay. Yeah, and then they answer like my twenty questions to make sure that they really are okay. You're like, oh yeah, no, we're fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple same- of yeah. go ahead, keep going. Well, no, I was about to say it's the same. It's the same uh, uh, issue here. It's like the whole what we heard in the news. Are you okay? Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. Like, so- okay, so if if they're not if they're not freaking out, then I'm yeah. not freaking out. So, it's always the same yeah. way. Like I don't think it's just like isolated to the Philippines and the culture there. Like here, I mean, in Florida, people decide to stay during like, you know, like Category Five hurricanes. Yeah, They're like oh, we're fine, <laughs> you know. And you know, same thing in like in Texas and in in Louisiana and all the other places. You know, like they're just they're. You know, it's like, I mean, seriously, like, especially like that. If, if I see, if I see the lake boiling and the skies are gray in biblical proportions, I'm out, you know, <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, Hey, look, Baguio city looks nice right now. Let's go there. <laughs> you know, we make an impromptu, impromptu vacation at that point. <laughs> Cause I don't know about. You know, other people, but I kind of don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be stuck in, you know, in Revelations. <laughs> so. I mean, well, I can't speak for all the other people that decide to stay during catastrophic times. Um, but I know, speaking of my, of my parents, is that they designed and built that house that they are retired in right now yeah and it could a big part of it maybe of pride of pride it's their home yeah and i see that. that we're not going anywhere i think we're fine and yep. everything and i'm like okay <laughs> i i get that i mean i definitely get that like my parents built their house too they designed and built their house as well in the in the philippines and you know like before they died they didn't really that's where they were. That's where they stayed, and they never, you know, in anything like like typhoons or whatever. They stayed, so it's not. It's definitely a. I think it it has something to do with like either like being in disbelief that you know a potential disaster could happen, or it could be yeah. What did you say is it could be you know pride that you know like this is. You know, this is our homestead. We're going to protect it, type thing. You know, right. But I don't know. I'm so the Taal is on level level three alert 
Um, the evacuation recommendations right now for that place is to all Volcano Island, obviously. You don't want to be there if, when that thing <laughs> right. is going off. To all lake, obviously, if the, the lake is boiling, don't want to be on there. Um, Agoncillo, Batangas, Banyaga, Bilibin Wang, Loral, Batangas, uh, that area there, including Golod, Boso Boso, and Lakeshore Bigaan East. So basically, in and around, um, looks like in the east and the south of of uh to all lake there so i just want to give uh just i just want to make sure you know make sure that people know what's going on over there and that hopefully everybody there is safe they're okay mm -hmm. um this is nothing new for them obviously i mean this is an active volcano right. um and the thing is, is that the volcano itself is that part in the middle of the lake. It's not that big a volcano, but that's, no. that's the whole lake is the crater of the volcano. Right. So, you know, it's, it's essentially a really big volcano, but the one that's being, that's, that erupted is the small part of it. That's that right. erupted a year ago. A year and a mm -hmm. half ago, so so everybody, hopefully they're safe. I'm glad that Pam's um, parents are safe. Um, that's always a you know when we hear here in the United States, it's like whoa, you know, it's like yeah, you know, like as if Mount St. Helens like blew, you know, when that right. happened. So the Philippines is a volcanic island set. So it's, it's there's part many, of the territory. <laughs> exactly. It's it's many uh many uh, volcanoes there. Pinatubo is on, on the same island, you know, and mm -hmm. you know, us in the in the south we got Mount Abo, which is a um it's a dormant volcano, but it still has earthquakes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's some activity okay. going on, so um anyways, yep. That's 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 the that's part of the deal. So let so <laughs> let this be a reminder that if you have family living around that area, it might be best to just check up on them to check see that they're okay. Exactly. In other news, um, we found out after our at least I found out after our last recording is that uh, President uh, uh, the president of the Philippines before Duterte before Duterte um, Benino S. Aquino III died of renal failure secondary to diabetes um, he was only 61 years old um, and he is you know if people don't know the Aquinos that family is pretty much what brought down <laughs> It's the family that was very involved with the down, the downfall of Marcos, our the um, the dictator of the Philippines back in the seventies and eighties. And Benino Aquino's uh, dad um, was the one who got assassinated on the tar on the tarmac of uh, Manila International Airport um, back in the mm -hmm. early eighties. And his mom, uh, Corazon Aquino, was, became the president after um, Marcos 
um, Marcos's downfall. So it's a legacy family. This is like yeah. the Kennedys <laughs> of the of the Philippines, right? It's they're not they're they're very they're they're definitely a political family. They are they're definitely you know they're they sit on the Democratic side of the um, you know their their family is pretty much like the epitome of democracy in the Philippines. So I just want to point out you know it's you know sixty one. He was the previous president before Duterte, um, and you know he was his platform was pretty much you know like you know democracy, rooting out corruption, which is really really hard to do in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes it is very very hard. You know, you know I think so... I think I think we'll have I think I think the politics of the United States in terms of in terms of you know, unity and crossing aisles and that sort of thing is a lot easier than rooting out corruption in the Philippines. So <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's, it's a hard thing to do. He's tried, his family has tried. Um, but I just want to point out um, his, uh, his funeral was, um, happened um, last week, last weekend. So just want to point that out. Um, that uh, yeah, the uh, legacy of the Corazon, uh, uh, legacy of the Aquinos, there of uh, Benio Aquino III has died. So sending and, condolences <clears throat> to their family. Exactly. So oh, so that's the biggest news in the Philippines. Also, the other one too, I just wanted to mention that Barat BioNTech has gotten emergency approval from the Philippine version of the mdh so this is the india um this is the india um vaccine okay um so hopefully they can get more vaccines there in the philippines i know that there's really behind in terms of vaccinations they're not doing so well in terms of vaccinations and the delta and the whatever variant that was they have like a bunch of variants there in the philippines now and everybody's still wearing masks um and trying to stay safe so that's still a thing yes there is still pandemic in the world yes it is still there and several of these uh developing nations like the philippines are still trying to get vaccines so that's a good news there that uh they're trying to get you know anything that'll work um to defeat COVID 19 so that's yeah. your news in the Philippines. So, do we have a do we have a lead in or lead out or <laughs> or are we just insert here we go. Okay, so what are we talking about? So, on episode 12, we covered overseas uh, OFWs, overseas Filipino workers. Yes. This episode, let's let's talk about domestic helpers. And when we say domestic helpers, we actually mean workers, domestic workers in the Philippines. Yeah, so these are people who work for other... These are Filipinos who work for other Filipinos in the Philippines. Either if they are... Um, you know, the, you know, the 
the people who clean the house, who cook for the family. We're talking about, like, I don't know, like, Edwardian-type, like, you know, like, domestic help here. People take care of your kids. <laughs> I will I will say this, though, then, when trying to do a little bit of research on domestic helpers, it just felt odd. It does. It when, does. I, when, I, when I was researching, you know, through Google, and, of course, you get ads because Google, mm-hmm. um, it just seeing ads that say, like, search Filipino maids or Philippines' number one maid agency. Do you need a maid, yaya, driver, cook? It just, it <laughs> it just sounds, felt it's, like a very like weird a dating version game. of a person. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it it's like more a... like, okay. Yeah. It just felt odd. And, and it could be because I'm a, you know, Filipina, you know. It's, it's it's that whole oh you're a Filipina yeah. wink wink and I'm like no no not that it's definitely foreign like it's a it's a very like just an odd thing to hear about here in the United States every time I talk about like you know how I grew up in the Philippines and when I go back there and all of this stuff like you know because my parents did employ people as domestic help <clears throat> and several of my you know like relatives employ domestic help mm-hmm. so it's a thing in the philippines but here in the united states you don't really hear that unless you're like filthy rich like we're talking about like millionaires and billionaires here in the philippines uh, in, the, in the united states right. who employ people just to clean their 10,000 square foot house or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. <clears throat> it's, you know, it's not, uh, it's not such a cultural thing here in, in the United States. So every time I talk about it, you know, to people like my friends and everything, they're like, really? <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. So it's, it is really rooted in the Filipino culture. They actually do have a thing. Uh, they do have a saying. In Tagalog, it's utang na loob, which loosely translates to debt. the debt of gratitude. Yeah. And sometimes they even go side uh, side by side with bahala na. It is how it is. This is just how it is. Yeah. And when you take it into context, it one would be, it one would say like there we have no work in the philippines we are thankful for the work even though it's not ideal the best yeah so they are at least thankful that they do have a job yeah um and as you would imagine you know in the philippines there's definitely bad things about it and definitely there's some good things about it you know like i mean it's not the greatest pay for some of the people who work, you know, who work in this field in the Philippines and this is, you know, in this, I don't even know how to call it an industry, <laughs> you know, it's just, so, you know, so, it, how much are they getting paid, Pam? Like you, you pulled so, some numbers. So this is, this is a PDF that was pulled off of ilo.org, ilo.org. Um, these are some basic facts on Filipino domestic coworkers, which this was written back in, this was based on data back in June 10th of 2004. So it, it may be out of a little bit out of, out of date. 
So when they, the definition of who is a domestic worker, it could be maids, cooks, nannies, or what they are normally called in the Philippines, yayas, yep. um, drivers, and all around helpers that um, help out in the household. They are the primary categories of domestic helpers. Um, usually they perform more than one role, uh, cleaning, laundry, ironing, grocery shopping, yep. uh, cooking, taking care and taking care of the kids and driving. The current monthly minimum pay, uh, pay uh, minimum wage, this was back in 2004, mind you, for domestic helpers in the Philippines, the monthly minimum wage is 800 pesos in Metro Manila, 650 pesos in other chartered cities, and 500 pesos for those in other other like smaller towns mm -hmm. under the labor code live-in domestic helpers are also entitled to lodging food and medical assistance helpers earning over 1,000 pesos per month must be enrolled in the social security system mm -hmm. the estimates of of the number of the domestic workers in the Philippines range from roughly 600,000 to 2.5 million. There are also between 230,000 and 1 million children domestic workers in the country. In 2002, over 63,000 Filipinos went overseas as newly hired domestic workers. The vast majority of domestic workers are female. The only group of domestic workers that are mostly male are drivers. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with domestic helpers. Mm -hmm. You know, when I, when, uh, when, before I came to the United States, you know, I had yayas. Mm -hmm. And I still talk to, to them, um. You know, I still know them. They we're still, you know, we, we keep in contact, that sort of thing. You know, every time I go back to the Philippines, I make sure to see them. Mm, you know, okay. so it's it is a culture. Um, and the first times I went back to the Philippines, um, it really threw me off because it literally is like, you know, like my laundry was done. The food was cooked. There was always someone cleaning something. You know, the, you know, my parents, when I, you know, when my parents moved back to the Philippines, they had like, at any given time, they had like three people working for them. Hmm. And there was also a gardener, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm, that would, mm -hmm. that was employed by my parents to just take care of the, the gardens at the house because we had they had like mango trees that needed to be fertilized and they they had like the people who were weeding the the gardens and that sort of thing my dad had a you know my dad you know they were you know like cleaning the car like mm -hmm. you know like washing the car every week and you know there was a person that was cooking but here's the thing though when my parents when my parents, I kind of, I'm really glad that w what they did with their, the people who were under their employee was that the 
the people who they tend to get were students and they would pay their tuition and their books and they would stay at the house because the university wasn't that far off from from where they live and they put i don't know how many people through school and i know one of them happens to be like we consider him as our you know you know we can we consider him as family and my parent and she he he thanks my parents for putting him through school now he's a he's a mechanic in the city you know has a cool. kids and has a wife and that sort of thing right and he still thanks my parents for because there's no way that he would have been able to go to school so when my mom died you know we my brothers and I met him I think it was my first time my brother met him hmm. and I, I met him already and so and my parents paid like you know like what econo- you know what the economy in the in the island would demand and then some you know again what you said entitled to room and board um you know food and that sort of thing definitely Mm-hmm. There was even a house in the back of the of my parents like land like where it was they built it specifically for whoever was they were going to employ for you know to you know, as a domestic help it has a sh- like a running shower a toilet that that flushes you know, a kitchen and, and a, you know, it's like that. Like they made it like its own thing. Mm-hmm. And so the person would have some privacy, yeah. you know? So, which is like, you know, I don't know, like the people who were employed by my parents, like I'm sure it was, you know, somewhat a definite upgrade yeah. <laughs> you know Most what definitely. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like, so my parents made it a point to make sure they took care of the people who were helping them mm-hmm. and that they, if they did decide to leave or decide to go to school or whatever, they would definitely help them. And there was always, every time I talked to my parents, it was like, there was a person there that was, you know, like doing a thing, whether it's gardening or cleaning the house mm-hmm. or whatever, or cooking and, you know, it was definitely part of the lifestyle that they wanted. Right. And it, they didn't want to take advantage of it, like abuse it. Right. But they wanted to do, they wanted to do right by, you know, by the people who were there. And sometimes, yeah, I mean, I've heard, you know, my my dad or whatever, like, you know, like, you know, get a little... You know, get a little cross with the people who are working for them and stuff like that when I was over there. And I remember, I remember, I remember, like, especially my brother would, like, get after my dad. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you doing? You know, so, you know, and I told my dad, I was like, it's like, calm down, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all right. <laughs> but, you know, it's, they, they wanted to, my parents really wanted to do that sort of thing. So in terms of like, I know it's not, it's not the ideal thing in terms of like some other domestic work 
workers in other households because I've seen them. You know, they get they get abused. Yeah. And whether it's you know the people who are employing them or like even you know, I'm sure that it's just like any other situation where it's not the greatest. And the people right. are getting paid minimum wage. My parents never paid minimum wage for, for the people who are helping them. That was a thing. Like Yeah. <laughs> I was I was surprised that, you know, the 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 wages that my parents gave to the domestic health were much better than like whole much better than like what people would be getting paid at like they were working at a store or they were working in the fields, like you know, people who are working for like for like the banana the banana farms over there can pay like three hundred dollars three hundred pesos a week. So that's we're worse. talking about three dollars, <laughs> or yeah. you know, talking about like three to eight dollars. It's nothing. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I don't know. Have you ever experienced domestic um, help? I guess the earliest memory of experiencing domestic help was i guess the first time uh when i was visiting the philippines i was staying um at the time over at one of my uncle's places they had domestic help and i was i was a i was a child at the time so i was like oh is this another relative that i <laughs> that yep. i don't know it's like no 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 it's help help like and, 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 and I, it's it's to you. It's something that this is not part of American culture. It's, not, it's yeah. very it's very foreign. And so I was like, oh, okay. And they stay here. <laughs> it's, it's that whole. <laughs> if I were to ever have like any type of domestic help in my house, I don't know. It's just it might be just my not trusting nature or whatever. So it, to me, that whole concept of having your maid stay there was a bit odd yeah. to me. But then I learned it was just just another thing that uh, you would, would you say it was like a middle class thing? It definitely starts at middle class. Okay. I'll say that because there's not because I know not, not all, every family. Yeah, has. not all families have d- domestic help. Yeah, you know, like I know. I mean, even my my relatives in the Philippines, not all of them have domestic help. Right. So the people are taking care of their kids. It's like here. Like, the, the parents are taking care of the kids. They f- try to figure out daycare, whoever's mm-hmm. going to help. You know, that sort of thing. And, and just to go into further with how your parents run things, my parents are also doing the same thing, too. And they're retired. Mm. Um, and they... And I see both sides simultaneously. They do. I don't know. I don't know what how much they pay, but I do know that if, like, say, a, if a helper has a kid that is trying to go through school, they will try to help. Oh yeah. You know, cover with the books, uh, the tuition, maybe also you know use the clothes that I donated and try to help them. Oh, yeah. Plenty of my clothes like, went to domestic <laughs> help. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I'm not wearing them. Sure. Yeah. They can have it. Um, but yeah, they do keep in contact. And it's it's 
it's also a beautiful thing with social media right now. It's a very easy way to keep in touch with, you know, helpers, both current and the past. Yeah. Oh, well, at least the good ones. At least the good ones. Because I remember my, my, my parents had a couple of bad experiences with a couple of helpers mm-hmm. there. Um, which they unfortunately had to, you know, like an employer, they had to let go, yep. cut ties and everything and start searching for a new one. Yep. I think the current one that they got is uh, is very good. Um, yeah. They've been following, you know, with COVID. They are the ones that are going out, getting the groceries. So my parents who are elderly stay at home. Yep. They make sure that we are masked everywhere, yep. uh, even with gloves and um, and everything. And um, no, it's just it's just an interesting type of relationship that you watch. It is, and it's just so it's just weird experiencing it. Like I I didn't really get. I mean, Angela didn't mm, really get yeah. used to it. Like when Angela went back to the Philippines with me, you know, back in 2012, it was so foreign because the clothes like. People were doing her laundry for her. People were cooking for her. People were, you know, like cleaning the room. <laughs> like we would, we would, our room was a mess. Yeah. We would go yeah. out <laughs> and when we came back, the room was clean. It was just, you know, it was just so, it was just another world. And I mean, it was, it was for, I mean, to tell you the truth, I was, you know, it was kind of nice <laughs> to, you know, that <laughs> to not worry, have not to worry about, you know, like laundry and cooking. You know, there was one time I did cook because I was just like, I don't know if it was like, I just wanted to show them that I knew how to cook, and I wasn't just like, <laughs> like this, 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 you know, like moronic American Filipino American that didn't know what to do with anything, and I was like, no, oh yeah, like I'm gonna cook. I just gonna cook, so I went over to the dirty kitchen, started like, you know, like make, you know, like frying up fish and making, you know, like I wanted to make like I was, I went to the market and tried to find like ingredients and that sort of thing, and it was just as just to show that, you know, like yeah, I can do things, <laughs> and I'm trying, you know, and I wanted them to taste what I cook and that sort of thing and it's so it's not like you know it's it's just weird being tended to you know and <laughs> because when, we're not used to we're it. not used to it when you know <laughs> breakfast lunch and dinner 11 Z's pre you know breakfast first breakfast <laughs> second breakfast you know like siestas <laughs> yeah like there was always food on the table and there was always a plate set with a drink and the food, and every time, you know, they would call dinner, it was set. Yep. Right? Yep. And then you didn't do dishes, because, in fact, there was one time, I didn't know where to put the dishes. So I was like, <laughs> there's a sink, I will wash it. And then, and then here comes this, this, this gal. I was like, no, 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 like, like I'll, I'll do, I'll do dishes, you know, there was like, it's like, oh, don't be silly. Like, I can, I can wash dishes. This is insane. And, <laughs> you know. So, you know. Don't, don't take away my job. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if they were afraid that I was taking away their job. I don't know. But it was like... It was definitely just... A whole different world. And then the people... It was kind of funny because I would like just walk around like the property and stuff like that. And, and then I would walk by the house and there was always like... They are always like talking about whatever, you know? They would have... It was kind of weird because they would have their meals at the at that house right hmm. they never really had it with the family it was a very like upstairs downstairs type type deal yeah you know and one time i was like uh-uh you know i want to go i literally like because i was like i think i was the like, only one eating you know <laughs> i was like no this is silly i'm just gonna i want to go over there and join them because I want to talk to them. So, like, <laughs> I took, you know, like, I took my plate. I was like, you know, like, like I sat down. I was like, you know, it's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> you know, I was like, that. Sure like this well, is odd. I know. <laughs> and then, so we, I tried to make conversation as best as I could and stuff like that. And, Cause it was just like, this is so dumb. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't really just don't want to be like, you know, like, the whole separation thing in terms of, like, the domestic help versus their, you know, the people who they're helping, you know? I just felt like... Mm. It was so weird to me that I was like, if I'm the only one here eating breakfast, and I know they're over there, like, eating breakfast, yeah. I'm gonna go over there. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm just gonna go over there and just eat. Because, first of all, they had... I felt like they had better food over there. <laughs> right <laughs> you know and they did because all I had was like eggs and tocito and whatever the heck you know like things they thought I would like you know like, they had like fish stew and <laughs> you know and, and bugger og and all this I was like oh, what are you doing He's holding back on me here <laughs> so yeah so, so as 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 we stated it's 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 ingrained in Filipino culture, and I think for us Americans, it's like it goes beyond the whole employee employer kind of thing, where everything is you know professional and yeah. everything. It's more than that in the Philippines. It's kind of like an extension of family. Yeah, that's not you know. At least that's what my parents wanted it to be. Um. Oh, I don't know about how what, how my parents view it, but um, yeah, this is yeah, this is this. It was a big, I guess you could say, culture shock. Although I wasn't really shocked, I was more just a confusion. Like, who are you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just a shout out to all the domestic workers. Yeah, we see you. We, we know that you are helping. Yeah, you know that we are. Um, usually, uh, domestic helpers are like the breadwinners of their family. They are yeah. probably the only breadwinners of their family, and they go through the same issues that OFWs go through. Sometimes mm -hmm. they go through abuse and yep. fraud or any other troubles yeah. at all. So they're not just... all employers for domestic helpers are equal. There's no. some bad ones out there, you know, and 
we definitely recognize that. And I know, like, some domestic helpers are, like, unionizing and trying to make sure that they're, they're looking yeah, they're, after each other. They're, yeah, I so think that's a or, good thing. There are organizations that make sure that uh, domestic uh, helpers, both in the Philippines and all over the world, um, are accounted for and they are treated fairly. Yep. And they get needed time they, off and yeah. they're and they treated conveniently. Yeah, and they need that. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of breadwinners, definitely. I mean, I had one of the people who used to work for my parents. There, it was this. It was this. She must have been like forty or fifty years old or something like that. And she had a kid, mm. and I think my parents like, like, helped their kids out to go to school, and the because the dad was just my the dad was a was a fisherman and mm. so he made money trying you know selling fish and in a different town and it was kind of cool because when we were over there and angela was there um she was so excited you know that she went over to she went back home to tell her her husband that they're you know that the you know that we wanted to go to the, to the, uh, like this, like Marine reserve, like in the middle of the bay kind of thing. And I met the husband because they took the boat, his boat out to where we were at. So he could take us and show us around <laughs> and it was great. And that's when Angela got a sea urchin, got stuck by a sea urchin. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yay. You should have seen the doctors here in the United States trying to figure out what the heck happened. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you see a doctor try to say, hmm, I've never seen that before. Let me look it up. This is when you know. <laughs> and just and just just a quick uh, just a quick side note here that um, there is a department for overseas workers. Yes. And if you look at the Philippines historically there has, we were always served with an opportunity to serve, mm-hmm. whether if it's here or abroad, whether if it's a domestic helper or a healthcare worker, nurse, you name it. It, it's just there. <laughs> it's yeah. it's part it's part of it's part the of Filipino culture, definitely. Yes. Anyways, um, okay. That's shall we. So that's the thing. If you have any questions or comment, and uh, you know, comment uh, if you had any experiences with domestic workers, uh, with domestic help. Um, I'm sure there's plenty out there, especially people who are here in the United States. Um, you know, we'd like to hear them. Give us a you know, send a send us some emails at uh, at uh, hello, what are we hello hello. Was it hollow hollow hangouts at gmail.com? Yes. Hollow hollow hangouts at gmail.com or go to legendcreators.com website and to and comment there. I uh, will definitely read it from there. Um, and or you know, shout out at Twitter at T Cities Edwin and or Pam at, or at Panda Cat Dragon One at Twitter. Yes, that's me. Yes. So yeah, just uh, if you have any experiences, we'd love to hear them. I know, you know, everybody has a unique experience if they've ever experienced domestic help and and the quirkiness 
the ups and downs and that sort of thing. So, anyways, what are we talking about now? Uh, let's end it. Uh, we'll we'll have to end this episode on a very short, quirky note. Ah, all right. I have a little challenge. Cool. And I don't know what I'm playing. challenge is actually just going to be for a few minutes <laughs> yes because we're running over time we are okay <laughs> so first things first hey edwin yes uh since we're both geeks roll a digital d20 oh shoot a digital d20 yeah because we're gonna do a tongue twister and okay. whoever rolls the highest number will have to try to do the tongue twister first oh my god or should it be the other way around should be the other way around Okay, so so whoever rolls the lowest <laughs> will go first because I feel like I feel like this is like a <laughs> not not as a yay I won but oh crap I gotta do it so yes yes um I'm trying to find my where the heck did I put my dice or else thing? if you have if you have oh here we go I found it okay okay oh crap what did you a roll four. <laughs> I rolled a two, so oh, yes! I'll be going I first. Win! Okay. So I'll be going first. Okay, so I'm gonna open up the chat. I'm gonna copy paste this this uh, tongue twi Tagalog tongue twister that I found at alphadictionary.com. Okay. Hold on, I gotta. You're doing it in a fabulous whereby uh, I'm machine. In, I'm in the whereby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is it. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, you're going first. So, I'm going to try to say it in Tagalog first, and then you're going to try it after me. And all you got to do is just try, try to copy me. <laughs> or not. Um, so, the tongue twist is Minikaniko ni Moniko ang makina ng manika ni Monica. Great job, Pam. <laughs> Great job. I'll try it again. I'll try it again. Minikaniko ni Monica ang makina ng manika ni Monica. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I'm putting the accents or the stresses in the wrong place. And every Tagalog person is like, what is she talking about? I'm pretty sure. So again, again, Minikaniko ni Monica ang makina ng manika ni Monica. Minikaniko. So the okay, mechanic of Monaco. I'll do the translations later. The, the the machine of the machine of Monica. Can you can you say it? Can you say uh, it, Edwin? Yeah, it's uh, uh <laughs> crap. Minikaniko ni Monica ang makina ang manika ni Monica. Try it again. Minikaniko ni Monica ang makina ang manika ni Monica. Okay. Are you ready for the, transla <laughs> you ready for the translation? Yeah, I want to know if I. I know there's a there's there's a motor of Monica of the the mechanic. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. So this is what the translation is pulled from the actual okay. website. The website is alphadictionary.com. Okay. So there may be some errors here. Okay. But their translations is. Monaco fixed the machine in the doll of Monica. In the doll? 
Yeah. So okay, that's that. I don't think it's supposed to be dull, but sure. But that's yeah. I'm. That's just yeah. That's that's maybe it's a mechanical accurate. doll, not like a doll, like like an automaton. Like like, a, like yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it meant okay. to say. I yeah. think if uh, if there are any Tagalog uh, speaking <laughs> people, please correct us because we're not sure. Also, please correct us on I, the correct way of fairly, saying it. Well, I was fairly close. I, there were some words in there I didn't know, but I know what Makina is. <laughs> and there's machina several names. Is well, min Minicanico is like a mechanic. Yeah, mechanic, yep. And yeah. Makina is, the, is, is motor or engine or whatever. Monico is the name of the, the name person. The name of the person. And Monica, I would assume, means doll. Or is it Makino? Or Makina? No, Monica. Monica Monica is doll. Or, or Monica is or, doll. Or, and Monica is. Yeah, because engine? it's. No, Monica is the doll. <laughs> no, Monica is a doll because that's 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 also what they. That's what they say for like mannequins and in, in you know like oh, a mannequin. Okay. Okay. So. Again, if we're wrong. Please. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I need to brush up on my Tagalog. Holy crap. We do. Uh, we do. This is what happens when you live in the United States and don't we gotta, anybody speak Tagalog actually, with Kasayan. You just actually, I will, I will tell you that I am rewatching Trace, but this time in Tagalog. Yes. I have to do that. But and it just feels and it feels weird because the style is anime, but the language is Tagalog. It's just so different, but yet so appealing. <laughs> I need to start watching Filipino movies again. I just I just turned on my, my Netflix, so Haha. <laughs> 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 Trece. Anyways. That's the show, and I am so... I'm tired? Not gonna yeah, I'm so tired now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's just gonna... Yeah, alright. Well, this is a show, uh, episode 14 of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Thank you for joining us. It did run a little long, and I'm still trying to get it down to less than an hour. We Holy got we got moly. a little bit compassionate. Oh, yeah. What we're talking about. A lot hey, Edwin, about. where... Where can we reach you? You can reach me at TCitiesEdwin on the Twitter sphere, or you can watch. Uh, I'm on Instagram at DIYEdwin. You can look at me, look at what the crap I'm doing <laughs> there. I've been harvesting a crap ton of stuff in my garden and cooking them up. So, in fact, I just heard Angela go outside to get some raspberries, I think. <laughs> so, you're going to have to check after this. You know, it's just so nice. Anyways. Um, that, or you can, uh, email us at, uh, at gmail.com or, you know, give us a comment on, uh, on our website at legendcreators.com. Yep. And my name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter. Again, my handle is pandacatdragon1. I'm also on Instagram at pandacatdragon, where I post a bunch of stuff, mainly from our other podcasts, but I think... We're gonna start. We're gonna try to start posting other stuff for this podcast as yeah. well on there. Um, you could also. We also have a Facebook page, uh, Legend Creators, that I post every now and then. You could also reach me through through there. Yep. 
And um, yeah, yep. make sure yeah. to like, comment, yeah. subscribe, like, share. comment, subscribe, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. I'm not gonna do any finger snaps. Just like, comment, and subscribe. All right. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So we'll see you next time here at Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Ma buhai. Ma buhai.